0: Our readings today are from the Solemnity of All Saints. A reading from the book of Revelation. I, John, saw another angel come up from the east, holding the seal of the living God. He cried out in a loud voice to the four angels, who were given power to damage the land and the sea. Do not damage the land or the sea or the trees until we put the seal on the foreheads of the servants of our God. I heard the number of those who had been marked with the seal, 144,000 marked from every tribe of the children of Israel. After this, I had a vision of a great multitude, which no one could count, from every nation, race, people, and tongue. They stood before the throne and before the Lamb, wearing white robes and holding palm branches in their hands. They cried out in a loud voice, Salvation comes from our God, who is seated on the throne, And from the Lamb. All the angels stood around the throne and around the elders and the four living creatures. They prostrated themselves before the throne, worshipped God, and exclaimed, Amen. Blessing and glory, wisdom and thanksgiving, honor, power, and might be to our God forever and ever. Amen. Then one of the elders spoke up and said to me, Who are these wearing white robes, and where did they come from? I said to him, My Lord, you are the one who knows. He said to me, These are the ones who have survived the time of great distress. They have washed their robes and made them white in the blood of the Lamb. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Our response, Lord, this is the people that longs to see your face. Lord, this is the people that longs to see your face. The Lord's are the earth and its fullness, the world and those who dwell in it. For he founded it upon the seas and established it upon the rivers. Lord, this is the people that longs to see your face. Who can ascend the mountain of the Lord, or who may stand in his holy place? One whose hands are sinless, whose heart is clean, who desires not what is in vain. Lord, this is the people that longs to see your face. He shall receive a blessing from the Lord, a reward from God his Saviour. Such is the race that seeks him, that seeks the face of the God of Jacob. Lord, this is the people that longs to see your face. A reading from the first letter of St. John. Beloved, see what love the Father has bestowed on us, that we may be called the children of God. Yet so we are. The reason the world does not know us is that it did not know him. Beloved, we are God's children now. What we shall be has not yet been revealed. We do know that when it is revealed, we shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is. Everyone who has this hope based on him makes himself pure, as he is pure. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Glory to you, O Lord. When Jesus saw the crowds, he went up the mountain, and after he had sat down, his disciples came to him. He began to teach them, saying, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are they who mourn, for they will be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the land. Blessed are they who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be satisfied. Blessed are the merciful, for they will be shown mercy. Blessed are the clean of heart, for they will see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called children of God. Blessed are they who are persecuted for the sake of righteousness, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when they insult you and persecute you, and utter every kind of evil against you falsely because of me. Rejoice and be glad, for your reward will be great in heaven. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. We hear in our first reading... Then one of the elders spoke up and said to me, who are these wearing white robes and where do they come from? I said to him, my lord, you are the one who knows. He said to me, these are the ones who have survived the time of great distress. They have washed their robes and made them white in the blood of the lamb. Now, no matter who we are, rich or poor, black, white, brown, Christian, Muslim, everybody needs to wash their clothes, right? Most often we do it you know, sort of as a as a regular habit, you've worn a particular shirt for a while, so you put it in the wash because it's dirty, right? Sometimes, of course, you've worn the shirt for five minutes and you spill, uh, you know, marinara sauce on it, and you've got to, you know, put a little stain remover on it right away and get it get it in the wash sooner rather than later. It's it's that image of of a of wash, right, of, of of laundry that came to me when I read today's reading from Revelation. A lot of fundamentalist Christians have made a lot of the number 144,000, the 144,000 souls who stand before the heavenly throne, and and if we focus on that that number as a as a specific number, we might think, well, just 144,000. What happens to everybody else who's lived throughout all time, right? Do only 144,000 make it? But then the visionary sees sees more people. He sees a multitude, which no one could count from every nation, race, people, and tongue. So that leaves some room for us, right? The distinguishing, distinguishing characteristic of, of this large multitude that nobody can count is their, is their clean white robes, which would have been made white by the blood of the Lamb. In other words, somehow being clothed in the likeness of their Redeemer. Now, normally, if, if you know I've got a stain, I use shout or some other stain remover, but the blood of the lamb that's that's a new that's a new concept but you know what do i know anyway t- today we contemplate uh, all saints it's all saints day and so we're, so we're honoring not a particular saint but that great multitude that eternally sits before the heavenly throne worships god and intercedes for us we want to be a part of of their of their group one day right many many of the saints who we singularly honor th- those who have their own feast days right they they seem so different from us it's like if, if 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 we're the people in plain clothes they would be the ones in fancy clothes right we're we're more regular old christians they're they're more the the high end sort of famous guys right guys and gals um and maybe they're the ones that are the 144,000 but that's never going to be me right i want to be i just hope to make it among the the countless multitude that that, that just keeps up with their, with their laundry from week to week. This past August 30th, Pope Francis declared as venerable three people whose lives um, have been judged by the church to have lived with heroic virtue. So venerable, being declared venerable, is sort of a st- uh, stage on the way to maybe one day becoming a saint. So you start out as being recognized as, as a servant of God, and then... Once your life is examined, you become venerable. And then then we start looking for miracles after that. And then you become blessed and maybe one day a canonized saint. So these three have just made it to that stage of venerable. They're not among the canonized saints or even even among the blessed. They don't have their own feast days, at least not yet, and they may never have one uh, unless a miracle or two is attributed to them. But they're very likely, the church is saying they're very likely in heaven because of the lives that they led, and they're and so they're worthy of. Imitation and veneration. So let me tell you a little bit about each of the three. One's, one is Maria Cristina Cella mochalin who was uh, born on, in 1969 near Milan. So, very modern, right? She's, she's, she was born after me. And when she was in her late teens, she was diagnosed with a sarcoma, so a cancerous growth on her leg. Two years after that, when she was about 20 years old, she married her high school sweetheart. sweetheart. With that cancer in remission and, and hopefully cured, she gave birth to two children. And while she, when she was pregnant with her third child, unfortunately, the cancer reappeared. So she made the decision to refuse any treatment that would put her her uh, growing son, Ricardo, in danger while he was still in her womb. After he was born, she uh, we have a letter that she wrote to her infant son. Um, and here's a quote from that letter. With, with all my strength, She said, I resisted giving you up. Ricardo, you are a gift for us. It was that evening in the car on the way back from the hospital that you moved for the first time. It seemed as though you were saying, thank you, Mama, for loving me. And how could we not love you? You're precious. And when I look at you and see you so beautiful, lively, friendly, I think that there's no suffering in the world that is not worth bearing for a child. Maria Cristina passed away from cancer at the age of 26. Her rube made white in the blood of the lamb. Enrica Beltrame Quachocchi died in the year 2012 at the age of 98. She had two brothers who were priests. One was a Trappist, the other was a Benedictine. And she also had a sister that was a Benedictine nun. So of the four children, she was the only one who did not become a priest or religious. And she uh, lived her life taking care of her elderly parents while getting herself involved in education initiatives and also charity work. She never married. And that was how her robe was made white in the blood of the lamb. And then there's Fra Placido Cortez, born in 1907, ordained a Franciscan priest in 1930. During the Second World War, he assisted Croatian and Slovenian prisoners who were uh, um, in Italian concentration camps, especially uh, some ones near Padua, and he also worked to facilitate the escape of some former Allied prisoners, as well as people persecuted by the Nazis, including many Jews. Um, Fra Placido was captured and executed by the Germans in October 1944, his robe made clean in the blood. Of the Lamb. Maria didn't ask for cancer. Enrica didn't ask to be the only child left to care for her parents. Placido didn't start World War II, nor did he have a role in the decision to inter prisoners by the Axis powers. They didn't choose the stains of their lives, but they allowed themselves to be purified by them. Each one of us, in one way or another, has that same opportunity. Happy Feast Day.